All right, so as a believer in Christ Jesus, understanding how the world works is very important. You see, after the fall, the Bible says that Lucifer became known as Satan, and that Satan means adversarial, okay? So Satan started to establish uh, his reign over mankind after the fall. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4 that these kingdoms I will give to you, Satan told Jesus, if you will bow down. And Jesus rebukes him and said, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him alone. Okay, and the Bible says that Satan fleed from him. So I make that statement about the wilderness, Jesus being led by the Spirit, Spirit of God into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil for 40 days to show you that it's at the garden that Satan actually uh, had dominion of the world after the fall until the cross when Jesus would come and cast him out of heaven and there was no longer any place found for him and the adversary which accused us before the throne of God day and night has been cast out. Now is the kingdom of our God and his Lord has come. Revelation chapter 12. That's at the cross, folks. So, since the cross, Jesus Christ has preeminence over all things in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And for believers, God gives us authority. But it's important to understand that we live in this world system and the first kingdom of this world was established after the fall in the Garden of Eden uh, with Nimrod in the Tower of Babylon. So that is the first establishment of the kingdoms of this world being in function as a kingdom, where Nimrod means mighty hunter of men in opposition to God, trying to gather men to be in opposition to God. So that is the first establishment of the kingdom in this of this world system. So the term world system becomes very important for you to understand as a believer because Satan is, according to Ephesians, the God of this world system and he is over the sons and daughters of disobedience who were born and shaped in iniquity from the first Adam, okay, who are outside of Christ, have not surrendered to the uh, born-again experience by faith in Jesus Christ to become a child of the living God. So according to John chapter 8, verse 44, those who are outside of Christ that are unregenerated, their father is the devil. But those who are born again in Christ, their father is God because they're in the Son of God, the literal Son of God, Jesus Christ, by being spiritually regenerated into the resurrected body of Jesus, seated in heavenly places, okay? And being able to have access to the Father with boldness through the uh, sacrifice of Jesus Christ as sons and daughters of God by being born again, okay? So, very important to understand that distinction. So, the kingdoms of this world system are underneath Satan until Christ comes and sets up his thousand-year millennial reign and rules with a rod of iron on the earth at his coming, which will be the first resurrection. And then Satan will be cast in a pit for a thousand years during that thousand-year millennial reign, 
but released after the thousand-year millennial reign for the four corners of the earth to come around Jerusalem, where it says in the battle of Armageddon, fire from heaven will come down, devour the enemies, and Satan will be cast in the lake of fire. And then there will be the second resurrection to the great white throne judgment, where unbelievers and all those that are alive that are born again uh, will be resurrected, and death and Hades will give up its dead, and all will go before the uh, great white throne judgment uh, to see whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And the born-again believers that are written in the Lamb's Book of Life will enter into a new heaven and new earth. The unbelievers that are outside of Christ, whose names are not written in the Book of Life, they will be cast in a lake of fire. So uh, that is what the timeline is, okay? Now, why do I bring this up? I bring this up because... The kingdoms of this world system under Satan are in opposition to God. God says that if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. Talking about the Heavenly Father. For the love of the world is to be at enmity with God. Okay? And it says because God is not of this world. Jesus says my kingdom is not of this world. If it was, my servants would fight to keep me alive. But I go away. To prepare a place for you, but I will return and another date and I will set up my millennial reign. Uh, so we can understand that the kingdom of God is at work in the kingdoms of this world system through the believers because the spirit of God lives in believers and the kingdom of God is influence, influence of the Holy Spirit. For Jesus said, the kingdom is near you. Speaking of when he was with them, the 12. But when he goes away, he says, soon it will be within you. So what does the Bible say? The Bible says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy, and what? The Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost being in you is the kingdom of God in you when you become born again. Christ in you, the hope of glory, Colossians 1.27. Uh, the kingdom of God, righteousness, peace, and joy, where at? In the Holy Ghost. Okay, by being born again. So the kingdom of God is in operation on the earth through believers. It is the kingdom of God influence. And that's why Jesus says, you know, occupy until I come. So until he returns. But the kingdoms of this world system being established with the Tower of Babel, with Nimrod, continue with Egypt. And what happened with Egypt? Uh, the children of Israel were in captivity for over 430, for 430 years until Moses was raised up and Pharaoh let the people go. And then they went into the wilderness. And then it talks about, uh, throughout the Old Testament, it talks about then Assyria rose up and it took the 10 tribes and put them in the captivity in 722 B.C. And then in 586 B.C., really starting at 607 B.C. through three diasporas, Judah and the Benjamites, the two remaining, uh, you know, tribes of Israel were led into, at that point, was Babylon. Babylonians took over Assyria. So then they were in captivity for seven years until they were released to uh, rebuild the wall. So on, during that time, though, of Babylonians in 70 years, it was first Nimrod with the Tower of Babel, then it was 
Egypt, then it was Assyria, then it was Babylon, then it was the Medes, then it was the Persians, then it was Greece, and then it was Rome. And uh, so now we see nation states that are underneath the uh, corporations, so to speak, of London, the corporation of the United States, the corporation of the Vatican, and those three uh One's the military arm, which is the United States, the military-industrial complex. One is the monetary arm, which is London, where all the monetary uh, and banking comes out of. London, IRS payments are paid and all that stuff. And then there's the religious arm, which is the Pope. And then there's three Popes. A lot of people don't even notice. After the uh, Inquisitions in 1518, after Martin Luther with the Reformation, Coming out of the Catholic Church for the Reformation, there was the white pope, and then there was the black pope, which was the Jesuit pope that was established to uh, take those that were protesting against the Catholic Church, the Protestants that were coming out of the Catholic Church in 1518 after Martin Luther for the Reformation, and then that's where the Roman Inquisition and the Spanish Inquisition was established where the Jesuits, the black robe of the Pope, was the military arm of the Vatican. And during that time, there was the Medici family and there was the uh, Venetian bankers that uh, came from the Babylonian bankers from ancient Mesopotamia. And the, ta the tablets of Ebla, which are like 3300 BC, somewhere around there, where all banking laws come from, all tenant laws and all these different laws that we have and then they married in with the Venetian bankers and then from there you had the, Vene the uh, Medici family and then from there the Rothschilds and then you got the J.P. Morgans then the Rockefellers and then the Windsors and different banking families Coin Love came in after the New World whenever they uh, escaped to come into uh, the United States after the 13 colonies then you had the banking families set up in New York after 1913 with uh, the establishment of the Federal Reserve System and the IRS. So you, you have the Gray Pope, which is the third arm of the Vatican, which is the banking pope. So you got a white pope, a black pope, and a gray pope talking about robes. The white robe pope is the religious pope. The black-robed pope is the Jesuit pope, which is the military arm of the Vatican, and the gray-robed pope is the banking arm of the Vatican. So Rothschild's uh, red shield means Vatican banker. So really, uh, those three corporations run the globe through a shadow government, and that is underneath Satan. These are all Luciferians, folks. Okay, so you must understand how the world system works. If you don't understand how the world system works, then you're ignorant of Satan's devices and you're believers. The Bible says to be uh, harmless as doves and wise as serpents. Okay, and you can't be that way if you don't know how the world works and you don't know how things were established and you don't understand that leadership and the church was really dominion given to the first Adam was really for the second Adam, Jesus Christ, who will come reclaim all things, the head of all things, as creator and as the uh, first fruits of the resurrection, the head of the church, 
and us being in his body as believers, reclaiming all things, having authority in heaven on earth and under the earth, Christ Jesus alone, that the name above every name, that no other name outside of heaven by which man can be saved outside the name of Jesus, Acts chapter 2, that person, Jesus Christ, has preeminence in authority. But the devil has come and made it look like we need to have other men have leadership under over us. And that's where the doctrine of leadership comes in is through the hierarchy after the fall like Ephesians chapter 6 tells us that there's principalities, powers, thrones and, and darkness and uh, spiritual places of wickedness in the air in heavenly places okay they are spiritual hosts of wickedness the, the uh, hierarchy is established through Satan folks the kingdoms of this world system established through Satan. So Christ is really the head of all things, of all people. We're to be pointing people to Jesus Christ, not to anyone else. We follow no man. Like Jesus said, I follow no man for I know what is in man. You follow Jesus Christ for my sheep know my voice and they follow me. I am the true and faithful shepherd. I am the good shepherd, Jesus said. He is the apostle and high priest of our confession. He is the good teacher. Call no one teacher except for your father in heaven. He is the evangelist who went about doing all things. It is Christ who is the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist. And we are to follow him and point people to him. Who lives in us? The anointed one. 1 John chapter 3. That guides us in all truth. Teaches us all things. And we hear his voice and follow him. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me, Jesus said. They follow me, not a man. They follow Jesus, the Son of God, manifested in the flesh, resurrected, alive forevermore, who has preeminence over all things as creator and the resurrected one, the first fruits of the resurrection, the head of the church. And we are his body and he is the head. There is no other head but Christ. So, every believer is on a lateral playing field. We are all able ministers in Christ because he makes us able ministers. And he is the head, folks. And that's how we are to do ministry, is to point people to Jesus Christ, folks. Now, you got to understand how the world system works. And I said all that to say this, that we are living, folks, in the last times, Okay. What does the Bible say? There'll be earthquakes, there'll be rumors of wars, there'll be many saying, go here, there's the Christ, here's Christ. If you look at what's going on around the world right now, there are tornadoes everywhere in countries all over the world. There are floods all over the world. There are fires breaking out right now all over the world. There is chaos all over the world right now, and it's not even being televised. Not even being televised. Earthquakes everywhere. Folks, he said, there'll be rumors of wars, there'll be earthquakes, there'll be this, there'll be that. And that's how you know we're in the last days. Be vigilant, be sober, resist the devil and flee him, and be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, folks, and preach the gospel of salvation to every living creature because that is your cremation. Your commission is the Great Commission, folks, where Jesus says, go into the world and preach this gospel to every living creature 
Lo, I am with you till the ends of the age. Preach the gospel, folks. He who wins souls or she who wins souls is wise. We are all given one ministry. What ministry is that? 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and 1 Corinthians chapter 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 calls it the ministry of the Spirit. And then in chapter 5, he tells you what the ministry of the Spirit is. It is the ministry of reconciliation, folks. Reconciling men and women that are away from God to God through the sacrificial work of the cross of Jesus Christ by being born again. He has made you able ministers of the gospel, ambassadors of Jesus Christ, folks. That is your calling. That is the great hope, folks. That is the great commission. Answer the call today. Jesus said, who will go for me? Will you say, here am I, Lord, send me? Go out into the highways and the byways, folks, and tell those that are lost that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he has his reward with him and it's the gospel of salvation and they can receive it by inheritance and it's a gift and all they got to do is believe, folks. Now, I hope this gives you some insight into understanding how the world works. I'm Martin with Good News.